You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. All right, so MMA fans got some great news earlier this week as Bellator officially announced that they are back next Friday, July 24th at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. Bellator 242, the main event is Sergio Pettis versus Ricky Bandejas. Have to be joined by Bellator President Scott Coker following this big news. Scott, how are you, sir? Doing great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So this is obviously very big news. It's been five months since you guys have been able to put on an event. It's been a chaotic year, but how excited are you to actually be preparing for an actual card that's on the books as opposed to preparing to trying to, I guess, get something rolling during this crazy time in the world? I'll tell you, it's, it's ironic that this is the location that we left in March on the 13th, I believe, and shut everything down because COVID was just hitting that week. And everything was shutting down around us, so we shut the production down. But uh, now we're back to the morning sun and ready, ready to throw some fights. There's been some things floated around about when and where these events could take place, and, and I thought there was some conversation about maybe doing it on a soundstage in California. But it's back in Mohegan Sun, like you said. How did that happen to to get back to Connecticut? Were there any other locations discussed? You know, there was, uh, we were talking to five different locations, uh, you know, as, you know, having backup. And, and uh, the one thing we found out rather quickly was that um, the soundstage idea was great, but they do have Paramount, I mean, Paramount and CBS Studios, and they do have a, a bunch of TV shows that they're doing and producing and coming back uh, to business here in the, in, in the, in the next month or so. So um, we would have, we would have had to have gone out and uh, been out of there a little bit quicker than we would have liked. We would have stayed in L.A. And so we uh, we chose a location where we could stay at least through the end of September, maybe even longer, and basically essentially acting as our bubble and uh, kind of like a uh, a fight camp or a fight like not fight camp but a fight sphere, a biosphere for fighting, and uh, you know create this safe environment. Where people can come. I mean, I mean, what I mean by people, I'm talking about fighters, staff, athletic commission, doctors, officials. Once they get there, they don't have to leave. They can stay through the whole process. Testing is, you know, on site, and uh, results back in hours. We're working with the um, Mike Mazzulli and the Moyes Sun Tribe, uh, and they're working with uh, the um, the UConn the University there. So. The results are being done processed by the, uh, the UConn lab, and we're, we're, we've really created this little nice little formula that's going to work out quite well. Can you talk more about that formula? Because, you know, we, we kind of see what your competitors have been doing. Show up, you test, you quarantine for 24 to 48 hours, weigh in, test it again, and then you go fight the next day. Is it going to be similar for, for you guys heading into next Friday night's event? How is that going to work if you have any specifics for us? I think the, the the I think the biggest key is that we we have basically given our athletes a a test before they even get on the plane, and even before they're allowed to take off on the plane, and we want those results back before you know people take off because you know why get on a plane travel across the country just to uh, you know not have any kind of information and when you land. You get tested, and the next day they tell you you're positive, or you know if you have a problem, right? So, um, we I think we're, we're maybe one step in front of that, 
But uh, it's quite intensive. The, the testing is, and the whole process of uh, you know being in this, uh, let's say, uh, fight sphere, it's um, it's quite it's quite it's quite a document. Let's put it that way. I think that uh, you know we could. Uh, I, I was telling my guys, it looks like a document that you would look at, and you'd be like, okay, these are the the reentry coordinates for the SpaceX coming back to the planet. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously. It's, 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 that, it's that much work. And, you know, we had to we had to make sure that the parent company was happy. And we went through a lot of compliance and protocols and, and uh, you know, make sure that their, that their HR department and everybody feels comfortable and, and they have a production task force that will thoroughly examine this, scrutinize it, and they feel good about it. So uh, it took us a little bit longer than... We would have liked to announce it, but you know that's why uh, we announced it a couple of nights, a couple of days ago instead of maybe a week ago. Well, it's better to to err on the side of caution when you're dealing with the global pandemic. So I commend what you guys have been doing and taking that extra time. But next Friday's card, headlined by Sergio Pettis versus Ricky Bandejas, which is a great fight. You get some of your highly touted prospects competing on the card as well. Guys like Aaron Pico, Logan Storley. Taiwan Claxton, Rafian Stotts, and more. And I know you tried to book a Bantamweight title fight, at least that's what reports say, between Archuleta and Patrick Mix, but Archuleta was forced to withdraw. But there may not be a title fight at the top of this card, but this is still a pretty exciting lineup, is it not? Oh, I mean, come on. This is like, if you want to see some kids scrap and really throw it down, this is, this is the card to watch. And, uh, you know, it's um, I'm excited to see... Um, Aaron Pico's return. See how he looks. The new improved version. Tyler Claxton, you know, fighting Jay Wilson. I mean, um, but the Ricky Bandejas fight against Sergio Pettis. That's going to be a war. That's something I'm looking forward to. And listen, Jason Jackson, I, super talented kid. A lot of people underestimate this guy. And him fighting Jordan Mean, uh, seasoned veteran. I mean, it's, it's going to be. Uh, you know, guys that have records that are, you know, 11-4 versus 31-12. And, 12 and with, uh, Ben Dejas, you know, who's 60 fights and Pettis, who's, you know, 25 fights. I mean, you have like guys that have, that have you know, fought at, the, at, at every single level. And uh, this is their opportunity to keep it going. Yeah, it's a good card. should be a lot of fun. It's going to kick off at 8.45, the prelims on uh, Bellator's YouTube page. And then uh, we head to the main card at 10 o'clock Eastern time on Paramount Network. And I, I assume Mix versus Archuleta is still the plan for you guys for the vacant Bantamweight title. Any kind of time frame on when that might be scheduled to take place now? Um, you know what? We, we're planning to be in this um, ecosystem yeah, at least through the end of September. So hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be able to fight together sometime in mid-September is what, we, what we're shooting for. So this sphere, because the reports have come out that August 7th, August 21st, September 11th, these are events and dates that you guys had in mind. Are those are those locked in now in the sphere here? Yeah, those those dates are, are just the opening announcement of dates. And what I mean by that is we're going to be adding a lot more dates, uh, you know, once we kind of get going. And this is, these, are, these are our four-fight series or five-fight series, let's say, but uh, there's a good chance – Depending on what happens with uh, with the public, I just don't see uh, people coming to mass gatherings of sport any kind of anytime soon. So I think we'll be I think we'll be continuing to shoot like in this little 
little ecosystem, a little uh, stage, you know, uh, in a sound stage atmosphere. And I think that we might be doing this through the end of the year. All right. Um, and then a couple of fights that have been sort of thrown out there. Michael Chandler versus Benson Henderson, two for the August 7th card. Uh, Phil Davis versus Leona Machida for the September 11th card. Are those fights confirmed at this point? Uh, you know what? Um, that's something I, I probably refer back to uh, writing on that one. But, um, you know, I, uh, I do know that we're working hard trying to get some of those fights together. And keep in mind, these fights, you know, these fights, I'm sorry, these events, even though they're, you know, they're in front of a, a non-audience, basically. And it's going to have a different feel to it, a different look to it. Um, you're going to see the biggest stars in our company fighters on these events. I mean, we want Ryan to fight. I want I want Chandler to fight. I want Benson to fight. I want, I want Pitbull. I'm sorry. I want, yeah, but well, we want Pitbull to fight, too. We want uh, uh, Cyborg to fight. And... We can get Gegard over here. I want Gegard to come fight too. So you're going to see the biggest fighters that we have on the, on these uh, on these summer series. Any update on the on the Grand Prix? I know that was going on. It was getting a lot of momentum. It was actually supposed to headline the card at Bohegan that got canceled right before it's about to begin. Is there any kind of an update on when that that might continue? Yes, you, you could you could imagine that uh, you know we're anxious to get that going again. Issue is trying to get uh, fighters into the country yeah. from foreign territories. It's been very challenging. So we have uh, had little success so far. Hopefully we'll have open up. But if not, you know, maybe we may have to go to Europe to, uh, to, to finalize that tournament because there's so many fighters from around the world fighting in the tournament, like Weichel, like Pitbull, um, I think there's a couple others who still left, but at the end of the day, if we can't get them into the country, so it's hard to find them. We can't even talk about uh, entry, you know, happy entry here. So the plan would be, you know, in a perfect world, we do this in Mohegan in the Spear. If not, we do it over in Europe and, and try to get it going that way. Because obviously, this is a difficult time, and you know, trying to get get those logistics figured out. That's just as important as actually seeing the fights themselves. Yes, because you know, we owe it to the fighters, and we have been doing our best. And believe me, we have. A tremendous amount of resources available to us, and our our legal department is working with government affairs, and they're talking to you know different legal uh, departments, and you know let's say I don't know, you know I want to say like for instance the, the travel department internationally, it's uh, you know they're very dialed into what's happening in Europe. So far, it's been a no go, and uh, I'm a little bit surprised by that to be honest, but. I understand it as well. So everything's on lockdown right now, and you know it's been it's been uh, you know I, I hear fires coming from time to time, but it hasn't been often or frequent. So um, we're gonna we're gonna push and keep pushing, and we'll get it done. It's just, it's just gonna be a matter of time. One of the things that 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 people have said is that Bellator needs to come back soon because quote you you guys are losing momentum as these weeks and months go on and. I don't necessarily agree with that sentiment. I mean, there's part of it that's true because absence does make the heart grow fonder. But how do you feel about that? Because you know better than anybody, Scott. This is MMA, and all you need sometimes is one great event, one great fight, and that can erase an absence very quickly. Is that how you guys are looking at this right now? 
yeah, I mean, listen, we're going to put on some great fights. We're going to go back to doing what we do. And we have a great product. We have some amazing world-class fighters, great organization, uh, great TV partner. Happy to have these fights on Paramount. And, um, you know, one thing I, I uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that um, Showtime will, will dig into this a little bit deeper, but, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're going to be also uh, filming fights on the weekends that we're not promoting MMA or producing MMA shows. So it'll really be like a combat sports uh, uh, venue for both, both companies. And, uh, you know, so that's, 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 uh, that's, it's one of the ways I think that being under one umbrella and having one ownership group, really proved to have synergies, um, at the highest level here working with, um, with, with Steven and Showtime and their production and our production crew and, and how we work together. And in fact, I, they sent me some pictures from the site street today with both crews in there, uh, walking around and. It's, it's, it's actually very it's interesting. I think it's historical in many ways. But at the end of the day, like you said, fight fight fans want to see fights, and that's what we're going to we're going to produce. And so, you know, I, I don't believe that we're going to be under the gun. We're going to get back. I mean, hey, I think that people will appreciate July 24th and beyond, and then it'll be the frequency will be kind of back to normal in some in some ways. And, um, you know, people will get used to that and the normal, you know, I think rather quickly. So if, if, if we're not producing great fights, which I know we will, that's the issue. But, you know, with our roster and uh, the death of our talent and, and the young kids that we have today, and this tournament we got going on, and we got some great stuff to announce in the future. Um, I'm excited about what, what, you know, what the future looks like for Bellator. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about this because this is the question that everyone's been sort of asking when it comes to Bellator and what's happened as of this past weekend is where does Paige Van Zandt go from here? Because she's now a free agent. Her husband, Austin Vanderford, is is already in Bellator doing very, very, very well for you guys. I know it's only been five days since that fight with Amanda Hibas happened in Abu Dhabi, but have you and Paige or her team had a conversation yet about her future potentially in Bellator? You know, to be honest, um, I don't think we've had a, uh, a business conversation yet. And uh, we definitely have a relationship uh, with her, her husband, Camp, and uh, the management. So we definitely will reach out here when, uh, when, uh, when she gets back and settled. I mean, she's, I mean, obviously she's back, but she's you know, probably still settling in from, the, from the trip. And... Uh, from what I heard, she was, it wasn't a very uh, fun fun time over there. And uh, it's, um, but but listen, do we want to be in the Paige Van Sand business? We definitely we definitely want to have a conversation with her and uh, and see if there's a fit. Because I think listen, we do a lot of great things for female MMA, and you know if you look back at the history of Strikeforce, we were the, the number one you know big organization to do it. Are you confident you can get this done? And. Uh, you know what? I would say, uh, you know, we're going to do our best. We're going to do our best to have a, a serious conversation here in the near future. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, we'll definitely keep our eyes on that. And Scott, last thing before we let you go, I appreciate the time today, especially with everything being so chaotic, getting ready to to put on your first fight in a while next Friday. But it's been such a crazy year, and we're only in July, which is crazy to look at when you're looking at the calendar. But you guys are going to be getting back to action in a little over a week's time. 
what would you say right now is is your goal as a promotion for the rest of the year realistically like what do you have to do as an organization scott to to make this a successful year for bellator well you know we definitely have some company goals uh on check on uh on, you know to check the box and one of one is continuity one has a certain amount of continuity for the fans and for the fighters to compete and which kind of, this, you know, this whole COVID thing just kind of stopped the sports world or stopped the world pretty much. But um, you know, we want to get back to, uh, you know, some continuity for the, uh, for the fans and the athletes. Uh, and, uh, and then from there, you know, we've been doing a great job on the Recharge Series on uh, CBS Sports Network. We have some international goals we're still looking to achieve. Uh, you know, we... Uh, we have some sponsorships, uh, sponsorship goals that we're you know, have designated, uh, and then keep growing this roster and uh, you know keep moving forward and uh, putting on you know the best fights that Bellator can put on. And I think that we have an amazing fight roster. Uh, and if I, if you look at the uh, the young talent on this on, on this on this roster, it's pretty amazing. So I'm excited about the future. And I'm excited about this year. We have a lot, a lot of other stuff we're working on that I just can't talk about right now, as you can imagine. Yeah. But um, we'll have some big announcements soon. Well, we are looking forward to those big announcements. We're looking forward to seeing Bellator back in action next Friday at Mohegan Sun on the Paramount Network. Scott, I appreciate the time very much. Congratulations on getting things back ready to go, and all the best to you as we look to make 2020 a, a successful year after just such a rough start to it. Yeah, it's, it's tough, but you know, hang in there. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get through this together, and and we're gonna do it the right way, and and uh, health and safety first. But we're excited about July twenty fourth. Thank you, Scott. Take care. Thank you. Bye. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.